0: Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm Courtney. And am Kay. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good.
1: Um, while Courtney and I were on a break between episodes, I was checking my email and doing some work because um, tomorrow I'm going on my first um, venue touring for booking my wedding. Hello. Which is terrifying. It's fine. I'm so excited, but I'm so terrified.
0: I can't wait to see pictures.
1: So the event planner that I'm meeting with tomorrow who works for the like who works for this event group that has three different venues that I'm looking at um is a family friend and like I know her really well and I work with her and like I've worked with her before so like I'm not it's not like meeting a stranger. I'm going to like meet Tammy, but um it's still very nerve-wracking.
0: That's exciting though. I know. Ah. Like the first real real thing.
1: We did also mm-hmm. like make our guest list and it is way too long. Well, so uh-huh. I'm a little nervous about that, but we'll figure it out. that'll work itself out. I think so, too. So, yeah. I'm just wedding planning and teaching and working and going to school and podcasting and somehow
0: being five people at once every day. (laughs) Living the life. Living the life. Yes. Yes. How about you? How are you? Well, since it is Thriller Thursday... I have a horror story for you. Oh guy. Okay. We were talking about pain earlier. And I was gonna tell you that I think I have not as good as you with pain because I went and got my nails done last week again. Okay. <laughs> and I did the UV gel fill-in as instructed yeah. by you. And um it was not the same as what they did the first go-round. The first go-round they like dipped it in powder and then they would put stuff in, and they dip it in powder. This time it was, like, a gel they put on there, and then they put you under the UV light. Yeah. And that UV light? It hurts. hurts so bad. See, okay, so the first
1: time what you got was an, a dip set, which is not the same. It I usually do an acrylic, which is a powdered thing that they put on first, but then they put gel polish on top of it.
0: Well, so I did I- gel polish, so, like, I did... Um, so they had like the plastic nail that they put on yeah. there, yeah, and then yeah. they put some powder that said "fill" on it, and then yeah. they did gel nail paint. Like then they painted with yeah. gel. That's what I do. Every that was time the I do first nails. Time.
1: Oh, okay, but you but you don't go under the you went under the you. I always go
0: under the UV light. Gel polish. Gel polish is not actually no. gel polish. No, no, this is different. So I did the gel polish. Okay, under the light, I always do. It's a little yeah. burny. Yeah. Before they put the polish on. They put this gel that, like, hardens, I guess. Yeah. On top of it. Oh, so they
1: they did a gel acrylic, not, like, a, not the dip acrylic before they put the gel polish.
0: Yes. Oh, interesting. And that hurt a lot. But it only hurt for, like, ten seconds each time they did one. Yeah. But it hurt a lot for those ten seconds. And she also, like when she went to like 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 polish the nails off to like go to the next yeah. color, she like cracked a piece of it, of the like plastic one on my yeah. like finger. Yeah. That hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest,
1: um every time I get my nails, it hurts really, really badly. And I um just don't think about it. Um like the last time I got <laughs> the last time I got my nails done right before I thought I was gonna get engaged. Did I tell the story on the podcast about how they were square? And then I needed them to not be square because I thought it was going to get engaged. So. Okay, so my technician, she redid my fill, she did my things, but the nails were very, very square at the top. And then I just go, I am so sorry, Jennifer, but I can't have my nails like that. I need them to be more coffin shaped. So she was like, okay, how do I do this in the best way possible? So then she just decided to shave them down, despite the fact that they already had gel polish, like, locked onto them. So she was, like, aggressive. And she cut the skin of my fingers at the tips of my nails on, like, four of my fingers. I have never had more pain getting my nails done. And I literally was sitting there in pain being like, you would have been so upset if they were square when he proposed. You had to do this. You know what's coming. You can't have bad nails. You can't wait till next month to have your nails look good. Just breathe. Um,
0: yeah, so my na- my fingertips were, like, bloody for, like, two days. I had some blood. Um, and also, like, she decided... So I always do it with the pedicure because the pedicure is, like, my calming part. But she decided she wanted to do my nails while they were doing my pedicure. So I was like, I can't even enjoy... I my can't even enjoy the piece of
1: the pedicure.
0: <laughs> because you're t- trying to cut my fingers off or buff my fingers off. And... And at first she had me, like, reach across to, like, because she was sitting on the side. And then she was, like, oh, you don't have long arms. So finally she brought me a pillow and she stood up. And I was, like, yeah, this is a little bit easier now. I'm, like, "Yeah," and I was trying to, like, read my book while she was doing it. So I was, like, maybe I'll just distract myself. But, like, after after she broke the, like, portion on the plastic part.
1: Yeah. And it, like, went
0: into my nail. I was, like, mm, I'm going to have to watch everything that happens now. Because now I'm terrified that but i think she was the owner so like they look really good yeah, and they're done really well but it was a painful process to get there um yeah, and they yeah. are a little more pointy than i would have liked i don't remember camera's i usually like okay. a little more rounded but
1: see and mine are not as pointy as i would like them to be they're they're more yeah, round if we
0: traded yeah um perfect. and then <laughs> my last my last four element this is actually a really great swan and i will continue to go here yeah um despite my My horror stories um so i usually i get the same color on my nails and my toes just because it makes me feel better about life um and so i found the one i liked and we were like she's like it's 39 i was like yeah 39 and we kept going we kept going back and forth my colors are not the same (laughs) and i didn't realize it till like two days later (laughs) because i went straight from my appointment to caitlin's show yeah and so I wasn't, like, paying attention to anything. I mean, obviously my hands I saw, but I wasn't really paying yeah. attention to my feet. And then I was, like, sitting um, – we were having an A&R meeting the next day. And so I was, like, sitting while Brian was playing music, and I just, like, happened to look down. I was, like, these are not the same color. Like, my toes are the color of your nails, which is the color I wanted. Want, yeah. Uh, maybe not that dark, but, like – Yeah, that but closer – yeah. And these
1: are, like – Yeah, yours are which- way red- redder.
0: Yeah, which I like, I like red. And like, this is a color I would pick and yeah. I have picked in the past, but it is not the one I picked and it is not the one that matches the rest no. of my body. No, mine are like two shades
1: darker than Dr. Pepper, yeah. which is, yeah. Yeah, but mine are about that actually, shade. They blend into my hair. You can't see them. So mm-hmm. that's.
0: Mine are that shade with a little bit of a shine on it, though. Like I got the one that was a little bit shimmery. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I did not notice for like two days. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I had a bit of a, a horror story. And now I'm like, I will be for sure waiting my full, however long I can before I go back. Because now I'm like, I feel like I'm committed now. Like I'm like yeah. maintaining it. And yeah. I get really good reactions from my nails. And so I'm like, mm. I really should keep yeah. them. But wow, this is a new, this is a new level of commitment for me. <laughs> right. No, I have I- to commit to pain.
1: Yeah, I usually do my nails. Um, my nail lady would prefer I do them every three weeks. Um, four at the most. I usually wait like five or six because I'm four.
0: Yeah, so. I, had, I think mine were ready at like three and a half weeks and I waited five. Yeah. But she did give so. me, I have a little like card that they sign every time. And once I get it filled up, it's uh, $10 all. Oh, that's um, nice. Which is nice, and she gave me two this time. And I think it's because she hurt me. <laughs> I can say that, but she did. She was like, "I'm gonna sign it twice." I was like, "Thanks, <laughs> appreciate." <laughs> um, but it is otherwise. It's a really great place, and it's just—it's right across from my my Thai restaurant that I like. Love it. Um, Perfect. And had I not been like going straight to Caitlin's show, I would have um, gotten that for dinner. And it's just <laughs> one block over from me. Like, if you remember where, like, the Petco is. If you remember where we had brunch? Yeah. It's, like, on that block. And so it's, oh, like, I'm, like, a block perfect. away. Yeah. I love that. Ugh, that place was so good. Yeah. Actually, the place that
1: we had brunch when I was with, when my dad was with us, and the place that we had brunch when it was just the two
0: of us were both really good. Oh, I was talking about when your dad was here. I do not remember what we had when it was just the two of us.
1: Remember they had chicken and waffles that were actually really good with the hot honey?
0: Oh, that was across the street. That's called Murphy's now. they changed Mm. the name already. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, both places were great French places. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love good French. Yeah. My arm is also breaking out, apparently.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Or I burned it on something, maybe? There you go, this one here. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, so clearly, I'm not doing so well today with my mental state.
1: Yeah. So please
0: help me fix that situation. All right. Um, this
1: quote says, uh, The point of living and of being an optimist is to be foolish enough to believe that the best is yet to come. Peter Ustinov. So, like, sometimes you just gotta forget about it. Stop thinking so much and believe that it will get better.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like it. I love it. Well, we're here to talk about something that doesn't get better. Um, no, in fact, instead, it, worse every, every it gets worse every time. It gets worse. Every time, and that is The Exorcist season two, <laughs> episode three, simply titled "Unclean," mm-hmm. and it aired. Oh, I meant to look up this date. Um, I it aired on. Oh no! Did these come out on Sundays? I don't remember what day the we week came out on. October thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. I was wondering if it was a Friday, but I don't. I don't know if that's quite right. Um, so it was Friday the thirteenth. Um, uh, I don't it, know. Um it was rated eight out of ten, which feels right. Yeah. Um the number one song was Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. It um, sure was. Wow. It sure was, yeah. Um the number one movie
1: oh, October thirteenth was a Friday.
0: I wondered because it's like six years back now, so it feels ah. like it should have been good. Good it, job, exercises. It was a Friday. Um, the number one movie was Happy Death Day, which was filmed on Loyola campus where I went to law school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the number one book was Sleeping Beauties by Stephen and Owen King, which I, I read. Um, also. Have we talked about how this is the 50th anniversary of The Exorcist already? Or have we just completely disregarded that this year? We
1: have just completely disregarded (laughs) that. Wow.
0: Yeah, I was like, I didn't even think about it. I was reading um, on Medium, and one of the submissions, they were like, we already have someone who's going to do a big 50th anniversary of The Exorcist. And I was like, huh. (laughs) I feel like that's something I should have mentioned before now <laughs> so it's also the 50th anniversary of the exorcist this year mm-hmm. so
1: makes yeah sense. that was coming out I also
0: had the night off I don't know what
1: for but I do know the only picture in my calendar from that weekend is a picture of my
0: timesheet
1: at Shay's where I worked every single other day of the weekend except for Friday I did not so I had the day off
0: I was doing Halloween things, I'm sure, because while I was in law school, we had really big Halloween parties, so.
1: Yeah, no, I was, Like, uh, two or
0: three for the year, so I'm sure I was working, at a Halloween event.
1: I was working a production of Menopause, the musical.
0: Hmm. I'm unfamiliar with that, but, uh, that's okay, I guess.
1: It, it's, it's okay. Don't bother yeah. getting familiar with it.
0: Great. Good to know. Good to know. Um... So, on this day, I just pulled some really random stuff. Great. Feltberry, um, uh, Stargate-y, archaeologists announced discovery of Allah and Ali on Viking funeral costumes in Sweden. Great. Um, so, I'm waiting for that episode of Stargate. Um, the Cubs beat the Nationals to advance in the championship series. Um, so, this was the year they won the... The big.
1: Mm, I do remember league. I do remember that because I was really struggling a lot with that because that was the year that the Guardians who were at the time still the Indians and the Cubs were in the World Series against each other and I watched every single game and I cried. But then I was like if anyone was going to beat the Indians I'm glad it was the Cubs cuz they needed it as badly as we did. So I do actually distinctly remember that October
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah um, and then last but not least, Bruce Arena, who was the u s soccer um coach, resigned after they failed to qualify for FIFA twenty eighteen All right, so a couple couple sports facts nice. um, for you. um our director is Ty West, mm-hmm. who, if you've been in the horror world, you may have heard recently because he's known for Um, the House of the Devil, the Innkeepers, and the series that is right now. Everyone keeps talking about that I still haven't seen. But the movies Pearl and X. Um, they like the first one. I think was like super indie, but there's like a trilogy, and people are saying it's like the best horror trilogy in ages.
1: I have genuinely heard zero ever about this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, but I heard good things um fun facts he was in he was featured in the 2001 fall issue of teen people um and he so he was directing on cabin fever 2. and there was so much reshooting done by the producers um and whatnot that he wanted to change like he wanted to use the Alan Smithy name that we've talked about before. Yeah. And they said no. And so he like came out hard against the movie and was like, I'm not claiming this movie because after all of the edits and reshoots and producing, there's no real like director's touch left in it. Wow. Um, so okay. Fine. Yeah. Um our writers are mostly the same David Grimm, Alyssa Clark, and Yasmin Yilmaz. Um, however, we do have a new a new writer. Is Manny Coto? He is known for American Horror Story, um, the later seasons, 2018 to 22, um, 20 the the show 24, Dexter, okay. and Star Trek from 0305. Um, he did, and he's also known for like the American Horror Stories that are coming. So, like the new season, he had a hand in, but he did pass okay. away July 9th of this year from pancreatic cancer. You
1: know, I knew that I had heard that name recently, and I think it was when he passed away, I
0: it, it had come up yeah. a bunch. Yeah, I mean, he's done a, a lot of stuff, so it could have come up anywhere, but uh, yeah, yeah, he did pass away recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we don't have an editor listed, but we do have a cinematographer listed, okay. so I grabbed him, his name is uh, Byron Shah, or Shah, and he is known for you, Black Lightning, Survivor's remorse and an American crime. So, now the moment we've all been waiting for. Uh, We're going to talk about Andy Kin, who's played by John Shep.
1: Which MMA. is so funny because yesterday when I was watching, or yeah, yesterday when I was watching um, The Exorcist, which was actually last week's episode, um, mm-hmm. the episode was playing and I was watching it and I was just like kind of like paying attention, taking my notes, whatever, and then Dan just goes. John Cho. Oh. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. We're in sure, here, is. sure is. Sure is. Welcome to season two.
1: Yes.
0: Um, yes. So he is known for Star Trek. He played Sulu. Um, yeah. He is known for, of course, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Um, a movie called The After Party that came out this year or is coming out this year that I'm unfamiliar with. Okay. And a movie called Searching that came out a couple of years back that I haven't seen yet and still want to see. I was going to say, have you seen it yet?
1: Because I haven't seen it yet, but I, I've been meaning to watch it since literally the first trailer I saw, like, yeah. in 2018 or whatever.
0: I watched Missing, which I think it is meant to be, like, a similar, like, style. I think it's the same people that made it. Mm-hmm. Um, Because it was the one that was on the plane that I was on. But mm-hmm. I still haven't gone back and watched Searching yet. But I do, okay. I do indeed want to see that yeah um a couple of facts about him um it ties in very well to the exorcist because his father was a christian minister okay um and he's the lead singer of left of zed which is now known as viva light union an la-based band i had okay no idea. john cho i see you right right now i need to look up his band music Yeah. These were the things when I was making noises about while you were getting ready and I was like, I'm not going to say this out loud. I'm going to tell you in (laughs) a minute. Perfect. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, So now it's time. We start in France at the River Seine. Is it Seine? Seine? Seine. Yep. Seine. Yep. Um, And they keep saying uh, we we see someone um, handling the um, I wrote it down like the the what is the word my god communion yeah the communion wafers yeah um, yeah the they are handling them and we just see hands and then we see we're going back forth between that scene and the the new the new bad priest group cardinal group um, yep. And they're saying "valcare Povare, which I did not mm. look up what it meant. But they are releasing the Dina for integration, so I assume it. Yeah, means which to,
1: like, we t- we, talked we, no, we talked about it. We we talked about it last season when they first did it, and yeah. now I
0: don't remember
1: at all what it is. But it is something. Yeah.
0: yeah. So basically, they're getting ready for integration for another member, um, and we see that. The, uh, the communion wafers are being uh, sprinkled over the tarts. And then we go back to the the Cardinal and he's talking about how fun everything is. And he, one of the guys has been integrated. So they're having this grand old time. He's talking about these yeah. tarts. He's like, I almost want to thank God for them. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, yeah right. a cat comes in and he's like, you know, cats climb up to look down on people. Because they look down on other animals, which is why they hate birds. And he's like, "That's going to be us. We're going to be those people." Um, and as he's like being jovial and talking about whatnot, the the woman comes in with the tarts and distributes them. And suddenly, after eating them, he uh, starts choking and then spewing blood. Yeah, because they're all demons. Yep, and oh, shortly gross. after, the rest follow. Um, and then she grabs the cat and lights the table on fire and walks away. And yeah,
1: that was
0: that was a moment for sure. Yeah. And she says, (sighs) All nature will be renewed by fire. And we go to the credits. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, then we start with andy and he is burying our poor demon lamb again um and he starts sensing, sensing something in the woods and then we hear something also move in the hole that he's just dug yeah. with the dead demon lamb in it um and he just buries it okay. and so then he goes to talk with caleb and he tells him that Verity didn't take him to the well. And Caleb's just like, no, that's insane. Why would I lie to you? And he's right. like, well, like, I don't why... know. Why would she lie to me? Like, she says yeah. this didn't happen. I believe it didn't happen. And he's like, it could be sleepwalking. You've been stressed. And, like, you know, we see it all the time with Truck. And he's just like, it wasn't sleepwalking.
1: Yeah, like, um, he's like, no. No, for sure I didn't.
0: Yeah. And he's getting a little fussy. And then Truck in, and at this point Caleb's cleaning his eyes and he's like tell him why you clean your eyes and He says, oh my God, so, so funny. it's so there's no dirty looks I was like these two are too much and Andy yeah. said the same thing he's like you two take this show on the road <laughs> yeah it was oh that was so funny I was yeah. obsessed I loved it so then she he goes to apologize to Verity and she's still like super pissed obviously. Yeah. Um, so she just like won't hear it. And then Shelby appears and just like he's just keeps creepily appearing places. Um and he says don't let anyone go into the woods. So Andy's like, okay, fine. But also like we need to talk because right. we need to stick to prayer and don't put blood on any more walls he's like i'm very open to the fact that you're very religious and i don't want to inhibit you from that but yeah no more blood on the walls and i was like that's a can't imagine
1: why that would be a thing you would ask
0: for Mm -hmm. so rose is uh getting ready to leave for another case she said she has to go check on another girl um and she does tell him that she didn't file the report on caleb um so of course he's like super pleased but she does tell him that state law dictates that group homes must be run by at least two people and so it seems like it's like super super recent that nicole passed like everything we're finding out feels like it may have been like last month she passed away right Um, so that's rough um and he just tells her he's like you should just move in then and i was like well she does have to like work on the mainland so maybe that wouldn't work but glad everyone's getting along um so then this is what i tried to say last week and realized i was in the wrong episode yes we switched to another scene and there's a girl in the middle of the street and when she turns around she has no face and tomas wakes up screaming um and he's in the truck with marcus obviously Right. And, um, we found out there at their next location and his, uh, and the, the diocese gave this name to Marcus.
1: Yeah. some um, some priest in Seattle gave
0: Marcus a name. Right. And so he, they go to the door and the mom opens the door and she just looks terrified. Um, we learned that she has a daughter Harper who has an imaginary friend and she's tried all the hospitals. She's tried all the priests and she thinks she needs like a true exorcist um, for the situation. And so they're like, yeah, sounds sounds about right. So they go to the room um, and Harper is just like panting and whimpering and making like terrible noises. And it's like, okay. yeah. she seems like pretty run down. Um. And then we go briefly to Andy and the kids are walking back to like Andy's house and kids are walking yes. to school and poor truck. He's they ask him where they signed the Declaration of Independence. Caleb does. And he just says at the bottom of the page. <laughs> and Caleb, as a matter of fact, was like, yeah, you're going to fail this test. And, like, they just keep going. I was like, oh, bless his heart. He That's might know one of that I my should tutor. favorite moments of the whole show. I love Chuck so much. I know. I know. He's such a sweet, like, innocent baby. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the Grams. So Tomas is very, like, forthcoming. and He's like, great. We're here. We're going to do this. And Marcus is like, slow your roll. He's like, we have some things we have to figure out first.
1: Yeah, because Um, I could just, it it felt off to me from the get-go, and I guess I was not incorrect, but, like, Marcus was like, we have literally no proof that this is actually a demon, except for that
0: she told us it was. Yeah, and, like, even, like, the mom seems a little off. Like, this whole situation just, like, feels weird. And, like, she doesn't look at, I mean, she doesn't look great, but she doesn't look as bad as others yeah no um and so marcus of course is like so in the beginning we have to figure out like there's some aspects to possession so like um is there any speaking in tongues foreign languages impossible knowledge stuff like that and she gives them a picture that harper drew um of them in this monster thing that's her imaginary friend and as she does it, and they're looking at it, a crucifix just, like, falls off the wall. Granted, there's, like, 75 on the wall. Right. So, wow. like, <laughs> not surprising, but it's just a little, like, tiny. Well,
1: and is this the same time where they were having the conversation with her about her faith? Um, Like, like, do, what? A, they asked her about her own faith? Because, obviously, there's, like, 87 crucifixes on the wall. And she's like, why does yeah. that matter?
0: Yeah, so... That happened right before she gave them the picture. They were asking oh, yeah. like, what is your faith? And she was like, why does it matter? And they're like, well, it could matter like, yeah. You know, it depends. but also like um um
1: if you don't believe in anything and you have 17 crucifixes hanging on your um stairwell, I'm concerned. That for you yeah. as a person, especially because I can't remember, is this also the scene where she talks about what's on her bookshelf, or is that the next scene?
0: Yes, that is the next thing that happened. We learned that she's been reading Chris McNeil's book, and she's like, a lot of this lines up, like, everything sounds the same, and this is the point I figured it out. (laughs) I, um, like, I figured out how this was gonna go, and I was like, this is not great, but, um...
1: See, I didn't quite know how it was gonna go. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I knew that the I knew that Harper was not actually possessed. I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't sure if it was because the mom was actually possessed or if it was Munchausen's by proxy. I was not sure where we were going
0: with that. I figured it was Munchausen's by proxy because she was so sick. Like Because she was, not well not possessed. She was not in a good state. No, she was very messed up looking. And so that's... I was like, it has to be. Because this mom is, like, not. And she wasn't in a place that, like, she would have integrated for any reason. Because, like, you know, if they integrated, they could still act like normal people. Like, um, Angela did for a while. Yeah. um, Before everybody figured out she was possessed. Right. Um,
1: But I also, like, I don't trust anybody in the show to not just be an integrated demon. Because...
0: Everyone um, in it's the show very true. <laughs> All of them are, yeah. Um. So they go upstairs, they talk to her, and they're, like, introducing themselves, and she just says, no needles. And they're like, we're not doctors. <laughs> You're going to be okay. Like, we're just yeah. here to, like, meet you and, like, figure out how we can help you. Yeah. And then Marcus, of course, brings up the imaginary friend, and he's like, tell me about him. And um, they, we learn that it's a frog-like character named tobias and that tobias picture is not name. a demon name it is not a demon name and um she says it's hiding behind her tongue which made me think of the shiny <laughs> and mm-hmm. um so then he like shines a light in her mouth it is like you know she's yeah. a child so he's you know doing what she needs and he's like mm, don't see him in there and like while he's doing this, they're both like saying, "Uh, like he says stuff in Latin, and then he has Tomas talk to it in Spanish, yeah. and there's no response." And so, um, after all this is happening, she just vomits all over Tomas. And I was like, "I know that that sucks for Tomas, but it's kind of funny because he's also kind of being annoying." Yeah, not he was to, not paying attention.
1: Not my favorite
0: person this week, right? And so, like, it's probably good for him. Um, and then we go to Belgium because um, we were just hopping around the world today. Oh, and we go to Bennett, who is at another church, and a girl comes up, and we learn that it's a. Uh, caro's friend and says that uh bennett should be healed and why isn't he taking communion like she knows he hasn't been taking communion yeah and he's been there for three days and
1: uh, which means she doesn't trust that he can eat the host because she thinks that he might be a demon might be a demon. yeah also my thought while watching the scene was oh, my god communion sounds beautiful in french
0: <laughs> i know it was well La Le yeah yeah the um, de Christ or something. It was like the bread of the body of Christ. So it was like the crucifix. de it is or something. Le corps de Christ.
1: Le corps de Christ.
0: Yeah. Le corps. De yeah. 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 It did. I thought the same thing. I was like, man, I wish they would call it that in the U.S. Understand? I understand that that's a different language, <laughs> but it does sound way better. Mm-hmm. Um, we can say things in Latin. Why not just pick French? Like today whatever so they go through the communion line because she's like yeah shady of him and so he takes the communion obviously he's fine um but you know i think it was hard for him because he is so like such a uh oh my gosh what is the word devout like devout priest that he's like i know i'm not doing right by the church yes so i'm not supposed to take communion yeah um so, he's doing, like, his religious, like, duty, but also got to make sure you're not a demon. Yeah. So, I think God will forgive you for taking communion. And I think
1: and I think that he knows that that's what she needs before she can trust mm-hmm. him. And so, like, I think that's why he agrees, even though it yeah. feels wrong to him.
0: Because you're not supposed to take it if you haven't confessed, right? Or, like, if you yeah. have something... You're not supposed to take it if you
1: you have something that you haven't confessed. You're not supposed to take it if you are not in the mental head place of having, like, feeling as though you are forgiven. And you're also not supposed to take it if you've eaten
0: within an hour of the beginning of Mass. Oh, I didn't know that one. I knew the other one's interesting. Um, I just never take it because I'm not Catholic and I... Same. Exactly the same. So, Um, I didn't know the third rule because it didn't matter. Right. Um, yeah, so she also of course takes communion and she is also fine. Mm-hmm. Um so then they start chatting and she he tells her that Caro's arrested and she says that means that he's absolutely already dead. Like yeah, there's For no sure. chance. Yeah. Um and she starts she, she tells him she was like he said he says something about Gio, and she's like, Oh, it's fine. They uh you don't have to worry about that. And he's like, What? And he's like she's like they died in an accidental fire. <laughs> it was tragic. <laughs> like, well. it was so sad. So tragic. Yeah. And then he's like, but what's your name? And her name is Mouse. And, <laughs> and he was like, that's not your real name. She's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Right. You just need to know what to call me. And you can call me Mouse. Um, and then she says that she like trusts him. And she's like, okay, I'm going to introduce you to my source. Which is very exciting. First, like, we've had. Yeah. So we go back to the Graham's house, and Tomas is still raring to go, and he's like, gonna do it anyways. And Marcus is like, we haven't established proof. We can't do it if we don't follow all those steps. And Lorraine because- gets like, like frantic. Yeah. And she's like, you're not even a priest. And she's like, and she looks at Tomas, who, like, just doesn't say anything. Yeah, she's she like, she's like, she's like, we should, we, we, you shouldn't be in charge. The one who's actually a priest should be in charge. Right. And so, like, she's, uh, so Tomas just doesn't say anything because he doesn't want to, like, speak out against Marcus, but he also yeah. doesn't agree with Marcus. <laughs> right. Um, and so then, Lorraine, like, so she starts, like, chomping strangely the child and it's like probably a a nervous tick but she's chomping and Lorraine or like a muscle spasm yeah that's yeah so uh and her belly button is bleeding and she says she was bit and I was like and that's where I questioned myself at first I was like okay wait
1: yeah no no no. I, I I had been so sure that the girl wasn't possessed until the mom started spontaneously bleeding and then I was like the fuck is happening here
0: Yeah, so I was like, what is going on now? Like, is this real life? Um, And then we go back to Shelby. (laughs) We leave them with her bleeding stomach. Um, And he's hearing heavy whispers in the woods still. And um, then Russ goes over to invite, or Russ and Andy are sitting out by the lake, and he invites Andy to have a beer and he's like just just a couple of sips and he starts telling him like about all of his life plans he had and so i figured
1: out that russ is um the magician's apprentice from once upon a time
0: oh and and he he has he he has
1: this he has the same beard in once upon a time and i that's what why i was Mm -hmm. so easily recognizable was because i was like no that that shaggy discolored beard i know that face
0: it's once upon a time that makes sense that makes sense Um, yeah, so Andy starts telling him all his plans, and he was like, he was planning on being a stockbroker in New York, and he was gonna have all this money and do all this stuff, but Nicole, he met Nicole in college, and she completely changed his mind, and he switched gears to psychology, and he was like, and I'd be practicing today if I didn't have, you know, kids to, like, watch or whatever, Yeah, and they're just, like, chatting it up, and then Andy asks him if he's noticed any weird happenings on the island, and then Russ just is kind of like, Doesn't really respond and he just drops it. And then Shelby in his all his faith, bless his heart, puts on his rosary at the lake and starts praying. (sighs) So we go back to the grams. Mm -hmm. And Rose, our friend, shows up to see Harper. So we finally connected. Yes, I literally Uh, as soon as I saw her, I was like, ah, Okay. Yeah. good. we connected the Kims to the Kims' house to um, our guys. Yes. So Rose shows up to Harper, and Lorraine tells her it's just a flu because she's been getting all these calls. She hasn't been in school for ages, yeah. and she wasn't. She was in and out of hospitals before. And I was like, Rose is actually a really good social worker. Like, even if she like had her struggles at the Kims' house, I think that was some like personal but confliction. I think it
1: was personal confliction and the difference between. And the, the personal confliction with her and Andy and also the personal confliction with what the system says is correct and what is mm-hmm. actually correct for the kids. Like, because technically she can't let Andy keep these kids because there's not another adult living in the house and it's a group yeah. home, so it's more than one kid. She can't let Andy ha- do this. But on a personal level, as someone who cares about Andy as a person and as someone who sees that the kids are genuinely well taken care of. She is struggling with that, but also the island is creepy. And so, like, there's, like, right. multiple, like, layers of yes, but no, but yes, but no. Whereas in this case, mm-hmm. it's just a girl who is clearly not in a safe home. And this is the last chance before the authorities are called kind of
0: thing. Right. And, and that's exactly what she tells her is that, like, she's like, if you won't let me in, the next step is to go to the police. And she doesn't yeah. let her in. So she so we go back to marcus and tomas and marcus is still super skeptical um and tomas starts just like blessing everything he's got his water he's got his like towels and marcus is like are you gonna do this without me he's like yeah we gotta move forward and he tells marcus about his vision and this is when marcus starts saying like you have to know that like now that you've like let the demon in none of your thoughts are reliable yeah and like that was also my biggest concern when he started doing this. I was like, now you can't know what's real and what's not like maybe like in the moment, if you are doing an exorcism, you are inside of the person's mind. Like then, you know, it's real. It is helpful then, but anything outside of that, it's going to be very hard to tell what's reality anymore. Right. And that's very stressful. Um, Tomas does not agree, but Rose sees them in the window and starts calling someone and Marcus goes to talk to her as he does. And he's like, we've got everything handled. Like we're here to help her. Like everything's fine. And she's like, yeah, well what's different with you? Like she's been in and out of hospitals all of her life. And that's when he's like, Oh yeah. Like this isn't great. No. Um, so we go back to Andy's house and he's trying to get, um, grace out onto the porch to read her chapters so it's so cute like he's like all right it's time we're in chapter nine now she's like one more chapter and he's like we've already set the past three chapters it's like you just have to do it now so finally she gets outside oh yeah
1: Yeah, i was gonna say and it was so cute he was like we had a deal's deal and that's yeah and he was like we can keep pushing this off but eventually you're gonna have to be on the porch
0: Right. So you uh, might as well do it now while nobody else is home and we can just be outside and get it over with. Exactly. And so she does step outside and he takes off her creepy pillow hat and uh, they do well. And then he's showing her the sunflowers and everything is so nice and like she's getting better. And then we go back to Shelby praying in the lake and a swarm of birds just starts flying overhead and it flies straight towards the Kim's house. And, obviously, Andy grabs Grace and runs her inside, and all of these birds just, like, help the house and start dying. Oh,
1: And then right. they, like,
0: even break the windows yeah. and get inside that house. It like, was,
1: That was one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah. And, like, now, if I was her, I would never go back outside again. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Never. So I don't know that, it's that I'd want to be crazy. inside either. Like, I I, I don't know yeah. what, there would be no, there would be no right answer. Nothing is safe
0: anymore. No, no, it's not. Um, and so we have a brief allude to the Graham's house where Marcus is searching the cabinets and medications and he finds something in a box and we go back to Andy. And so Andy's still trying to comfort Grace who just like doesn't want to go outside anymore. She's like, never. never. And I just want to stay with you.
1: Yeah, and uh,
0: yeah, and then we hear the doorbell ring, and so he's like, "Here, you know, have your animal and stay here with him, and then I'm gonna, I'll be right back." And so we go to the door, and it's Russ, and he's like, Isn't "This mobile." Russ says, goes, "Remember how you asked if I saw anything weird on the island? Yeah, he was like, "Is this one of those things?" And he's like, "Yep, this would qualify. This, <laughs> this would be one of them." Um, and Russ says that they came from the lake, from where Nicole was and so we learn that she took her life at the lake um and so of course he's like he asked russ to just stay there because grace is upstairs and he takes off to the lake and that's where he sees shelby in the water and tells him he has to get out of the lake immediately and he's like and shelby keeps saying this is where it killed nicole and andy immediately gets upset he's like i can buy into so many things he was like but this is not one of them. She took her own life. You cannot say it's something else. And he just was like overly upset. Like, I get yeah, it. I, I, I totally
1: get Andy's reaction. And I think that in like, if I were in his possession, I would probably react the same mm-hmm. way, but I don't think Shelby's wrong. I don't think Nicole killed herself.
0: Yeah. I also don't think Shelby is wrong, especially, especially after this mm-hmm. scene <laughs> with the birds and all. I was like, um, it, yeah. it does. And it feels like whatever had a hold of Caleb is whatever had a hold of her Yeah, and whatever grace is seeing, like grace is obviously seeing something everyone else isn't. Yeah. Um, no,
1: I for sure, so, I for
0: sure think that Nicole did not kill herself. Yeah. So I agree. So we go back to the Graham's house and Marcus just starts yelling at Lorraine and he like slams her back and he just goes, Oh my gosh, it was so sweet. It broke my heart. He goes up to Harper and, and he's just like,
1: You was holding so good. her face are, and he was like, you are clean, you are <laughs> pure, you are wonderful, You. there is nothing wrong with you. And I wanted to just I'm going to cry now. Stop. Like, it,
0: was, it was so sweet. And I was like, stop. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm going to cry now. But he, uh, and then she just kind of like goes, and goes off. And Tomas just follows her. And while he's following her, he finds the box of medications that Marcus... Because had. because
1: before Lorraine disappears and Tomas follows her, Marcus tells them everything that he figures out. He's like, yeah. you've been drugging her. You want her to be crazy. You're, you're not using the book as a comfort. You're using it as a guide. You're doing yeah. this
0: to her. Which is insane. Um, yeah, so he starts... So he goes downstairs, he finds the box... And then Lorraine, like, freaking takes a a hammer to the back of his head, comes out with a hammer. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what is happening? I felt like we were just slasher. Um, And then we go back up to sweet Marcus, who was just trying so hard to, like, comfort Harper and tell her everything's going to be okay. He's like, I've got you now. You're going to be okay. Don't worry. And she doesn't believe it. She's like, I'm in pain. He's like, I know, and you're going to be in pain for a minute, but, like, we're going to get through this and uh lorraine comes upstairs with the hammer and just starts coming after marcus and he he tells harper to close her eyes and not to open them no matter what she hears and he ends up like in a a struggle fight with uh lorraine who then he throws into the mirror and she gets the uh glass mirror and cuts him and it's a whole situation and then tamas shows up bloody his whole face is bloody now and yeah well because he did just get just... hit in the
1: back of the head yeah. with a hammer
0: i thought for sure he was knocked out at least for the rest of this like me too time.
1: I'm so for sure i did not i was genuinely surprised he wasn't like hospitalized or dead like yeah. i didn't think for the sake of the show i didn't actually think he'd be dead but i was like you don't sure. you don't just like wake up after a hammer to the back of the head because there was so right. much blood on the hammer
0: mm-hmm. yeah and, and I mean, headwinds do bleed the most, but yeah. still. <laughs> um, Yeah, and then Rose shows up with the police, so kudos. Yeah. Um, and then we jump over, we wake up, and we're at the hospital, and Marcus is talking about this being like a new evil. He's like, I, I think I've seen it all. I've seen every demon. I know what they're expecting. I know what they think of me. He's like, but the way that this mother treats her child is a whole different type of evil that I just like couldn't even imagine.
1: And well, and I think um, especially, I think it's especially hard for Marcus because his parents were not good people. He did not have that.
0: Right. And so they're having this like whole situation and he's talking with him. And then uh, Tomas just goes, I was wrong. Marcus says, which bit like, yeah, all of it, all of it, friend. Um, And then finally, finally, Tomas realizes that he's not ready, like that he still needs Marcus. They have to follow this very strict, like, set of rules. Because,
1: like like I said last week, I do think that Tomas is a special ability. Oh, is cutting in and
0: out. Oh, nope, hold on. Sorry, my Siri cut in as you started talking, and then I don't know what you said.
1: Oh, I was saying saying last week, I do think that this ability that Tomas has is potentially a good one Mm -hmm. if used correctly but he's right he's not ready
0: yeah and he doesn't know how to use it he doesn't know like the links that it goes one way or another like you have to know that Um, and then Rose comes out to talk to them and she's like she'll be okay physically and she'll go into the system now for a minute um, until we find her permanent home and they're like talking back and forth and she goes you know I think i know the perfect place for her to go and i was like and this is how we get to the kim's house
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and then we have a brief moment with andy who's watching old videos of nicole on his phone it's so sweet and then we go back to mouse and father bennett and he's like i thought we were going to see the source and she's like oh we are and he's like okay and she's like, do you remember Dolores Navarro, who was the exorcist who's been missing for months? And he's like, yeah, I just thought she was dead. And he was like, she said, yeah, they're not killing them. They're not killing exorcists. And she takes them in, and it turns out that she has been possessed. Um, yeah. Which now makes me think that maybe Cardinal Caro is Is going to be a bit, be- is not dead.
1: Yeah. But I do I think, think so. that Cardinal Caro, I hope, like I'm sure, I'm I'm sure he's not as strong as I want him to be. But I, my my heart is like he's the only person who's actually helping Bennett from the Vatican. So maybe he'll mm-hmm. be strong enough to resist
0: um yeah, integration,
1: maybe. and they'll have to kill him because he won't accept the demon. Yeah, that would be. That would be my, my dream way
0: for that to turn out. That would be ideal. I I hope he's dead, which is not a friendly thing to say. Right. But In very few
1: cases is hoping someone's dead the better the, option for them. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um. And that is where we end our episode, folks. So uh, I don't have any trivia for you because you know how they don't like to put trivia on mm-hmm. the Exorcist IMDb. Um, so, who do you want to punch in the face? Uh, Lorraine? Yes, yes, of course. Of course. Um, I, I didn't prepare, I forgot to prepare, like, ahead of time for who I would punch instead. Um, all the doctors that got, that... She got let Lorraine thing. give her get Heather <laughs> yeah. or her Borella's medication, yeah, for sure. And the priests who didn't recognize that this wasn't a possession, yeah, but went to House Hypoxy. Maybe those, those, all of those people as a collective, yeah, for sure.
1: I'm, I'm down yeah. with
0: that. Um, so who's your MVP? Shelby, which uh, is bless his heart, bless his heart. He's not going to give up with
1: the faith and he's, he's going to be, I feel like he's still going to be the only one who doesn't have something awful happen to them because he refuses to believe that it's anything like in anything, but
0: God saving him. And it is just really tragic. Yeah. He's almost like the Henry of our season with his like reading the Bible and like Mm -hmm. beliefs and everything and not giving up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And because you picked Shelby, I'm going to pick Marcus. Well,
1: because Marcus is, if, if it weren't for the scene at the lake, I probably would have picked Marcus because everything he did with Harper and like that was all beautiful. But that scene at the lake with Shelby being like, I don't think Nicole killed herself. I don't think you missed something. I don't think you can no. blame yourself anymore. I think this is bigger than us. Like, cause that's really what he was saying. Like, obviously he was saying that we had, they had to be prepared. They had to keep, be vigilant. He was praying, but he was also letting, trying to get Andy to forgive himself.
0: which was lovely I agree Um, yeah so do you have any predictions for next week
1: I'm afraid well obviously my predictions are that Marcus and Tomas are going to go to the island with Harper and then we're going to see some weird weird shit go down but uh, that's that's really all I've got for now I don't know what the weird shit that's going to go
0: down is but. So one of my concerns and this is what I mentioned last week that I was like, I don't know if it's Caleb that's possessed. Um, I'm concerned that a demon is working through grace um, because while I know you said the beginning, you were like, it'd be too obvious for her to be possessed. And so I don't know that she's possessed per se, but she's seeing all of these things. And sometimes they like use small children for things like that. Yeah. And so I wonder if she's being used, if she was the voice that, caleb heard to go outside and it wasn't verity and you know she's scared to go outside and she keeps just being at the wrong place the wrong time to hear all of these like conflicts that are happening in the house and she's scared of everything like maybe so i don't
1: know i do think her fear i think that her fear and the fact that she's never outside is why i don't think it's her because i feel like if it is in the woods it can't
0: yeah i don't know well, and like maybe she knows it's in the woods and that's what she's scared of outside. Like maybe.
1: So I I'm not, I'm not saying that she doesn't she doesn't know it's there or that she doesn't have some connection with it. I just don't think she's possessed. I don't think it it's working in her. See,
0: I don't I don't think she's possessed either. I think it's just like a I don't know. I don't know yeah. how I think it's happening. Um I I think you're right that Shelby won't be possessed because of his faith, but I do worry because he is the one that's most faithful like what if that's meant to be, like, a throw-off? Like, he's oh. the one who actually ends up possessed because he's been so straight-laced I, in his uh, faith.
1: I don't like that.
0: I, I know, want anything I don't it like it
1: But I also, I don't want anything to happen to him, but I also, if anything happens to Truck, I'm going to lose my mind. Poor
0: well, I don't think baby. it would happen to Truck because I don't think his, like, mind is fully developed. Um, And so I don't think that they're going to use someone who's a little more, like, weak or like doesn't have the mental state like they want someone to have a strong enough mental state yes
1: yes but
0: i think Mm -hmm. that's true but i think that
1: if it is as big of a force i mean look at how many birds were on that island clearly there's something hugely wrong on this island and i think that it might not start with someone like truck but that doesn't mean that they're not going to use someone as weak and Mm -hmm. manipulative manipulatable as truck to get to the goal
0: yeah, that's possible too. That's possible too. Um Yeah, I also think that maybe Marcus and Tomas are going to find out something's happening there and they're going to stay at the home so it won't just be a single person home while they're figuring out what's happening. So the group home can stay open until they figure out where to go. And I think in the end Rose will move in. I think Rose and Andy will have a situationship and she'll move in by the end of the season, but I don't think it's like tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I think that's their solution to keeping the group home.
1: All right.
0: So those are all my predictions um and my thoughts. And um I'm very excited about the season and to see where it goes. Um, yeah. I'm ready to see more of Mouse. So I want to get to know her better. I know. So um, yeah, so if you have any thoughts or predictions or interesting facts mm-hmm. about Exorcist, um, or are celebrating the fiftieth anniversary, email yeah. us. Death and aliens at gmail.com. Find us on all the social media at deathinaliens You can find me at cecloud Cloud13. Everywhere at EMKAY
1: underscore superstar.
0: And we will see you for Sci Fi Sunday. Bye. Bye.